0: And we are live. Thank you so much for joining us on the Clydesdale Media Presents. Meet the athletes of the semifinals. Before I get to my guest, I need to thank my sponsors. First and foremost, RX Smart Gear. Uh, They've been with us a very long time. They are the only jump rope I have ever used and ever will use. For 15% off your order at rxsmartgear.com. Mobility Movement, MVMNT, is a program that teaches you how to increase your capacity to heal, reduce recovery time, and restore your nervous system to peak health. Everyone gets a free seven-day trial, but our listeners get an additional free month when they use the code "Clydesdale Month" at mobilitymvmnt.com. That's mobilitymovement.com. And finally, C4 Energy. I couldn't do all these interviews without them. Delivering the most effective, test tasting and highest-quality products for you. Get 20% when you use 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at c4energy.com. the number four, That is c4energy.com. And I am pleased to introduce Kira Napoli.
1: Yes, that's it. Hello.
0: Yeah, it is. Thank you so much. I got the name right. I just, all right, I can go home now.
1: Yes, that's perfect. It's I get so many Kieras and I get so many Napolis. So... That was perfect. It's Kieran Napoli. That was, that's exactly how you say it.
0: So where I grew up in Pennsylvania, there was an Italian restaurant named Napoli's.
1: Yes, that's it. it, Italian.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. I love the cross.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's actually one of, um, I got it for Christmas. It's from Tim Tebow's foundation. He and his wife, um, they started a, a business for jewelry. So I got one for Christmas and it says loved on it. So it's just a good reminder
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. So faith is important to you.
1: Yes, it's super important. Um, it's kind of what got me through like my whole life. I always grew up with it, but, um, I really, really connected with it the most in college. Um, I went through a lot as a college athlete and hit some pretty low lows and it really is what brought me back and really saved me. So I'm super thankful for it. And I always make sure that, um, Faith is the number one thing in whatever I do.
0: Yes. Yeah, saved you is a key word and key phrase, yeah. right? Yes. We are all huge. Saved. Yes. Um, you were a phenomenal high school college, or high school softball player. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, you were the high school softball player of the year and you pitched for the state champions.
1: I did. Yes, my senior year at Cambridge High School, we were state champions. Best season we had. We had one loss. We were thirty-four and one. Um, that was oh, it was amazing. It was my favorite, favorite, uh, definitely favorite year of softball I've ever had.
0: And what state did you grow? Was it Georgia?
1: Yes, Georgia.
0: Okay, so the red clay.
1: Oh, it's the best. It's the best to play on. No one can tell me otherwise. But I sometimes do like California fields because they're harder. I like harder than softer dirt. Um, especially just being a pitcher. I, I just always like flatter, flatter ground for some reason. That was just always what I liked. So I like Georgia Clay the most though. Always my favorite. So I uh, I lived
0: in Tallahassee, Florida for four years and I played on a competitive softball team there. And we have uh, rec- that- we had red clay in Tallahassee, and it's great to field on because it, you know, it doesn't. You don't have the imperfection of the bounces going all over the place, but sliding is awful.
1: Yes, oh my gosh, it is. It takes so much getting used to, it. and the stains. My poor mother, the stains in white <laughs> pants. It was just, imp- it was impossible. But, um, you have to just like learn to just go for it. If you try to slow down and slide, it just leaves so many scars. So, um, but my, oh, that's so funny. You said Tallahassee though. My sister is um at FSU. So okay. she's there right now. Loves it.
0: Yeah. I went, uh, I was, I was actually working for the state of Florida. Uh, so that's why I was there, but we hung out at FSU all the time. Um, oh, it's, it's, great. it's a pretty small town.
1: Yes. Yes. She loves it. I think that's what she likes about it a lot. It's not super overwhelming.
0: Is she playing any sports or is she just there for education?
1: So she um, is studying interior design there. So a very hard program there and she's killing it. So it's kind of fun to have a sister who's like super different, but um, we get along so well. So I love that she's doing that and she enjoys it. So
0: yeah, that's my wife. My wife was graduated with an interior design degree. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I was the sports <laughs> athletic guy. She was the interior designer that doesn't let me hang anything in our house.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out, but I really want her to do everything for me. I'm like, I'll hire you because I don't want to do it. I just don't, I don't have an eye for that stuff. So I told her it's all on her to do that for me.
0: So I know you said you had some low times in college as an athlete. Uh, I know you played at the university of Georgia and at Virginia tech. It did. Um, it, it looked like your playing time reduced a little bit. Did you suffer injuries or just weird coaching? Um, I,
1: yes, that's it. So I went to Georgia first, um, and I was going in at a time where I was definitely at the best I had been pitching. Um, was on a really successful travel team, um, was a select 30 All-American that summer. Was
0: a- Uh-oh, we froze.
1: To you're, you're teach people.
0: For a
1: second there. Sorry, I saw that. Um, okay. I was gonna make sure it's off of Wi-Fi. Um, but yeah, I uh, I had decided to go to Georgia. Pretty young, I was only 15 when I committed. I verbaled and there was a lot of changes after I committed, um, especially they, they had three pitching coach changes and I was a pitcher. So that's really hard. I'm glad they changed that rule. Now you have to be a junior before you verbal. And I think that's great. Um, cause you're, you don't know what you want to do when you're 14. Um, there's a lot of stress on me and, um, I just think that the coaches were really great, but just not my style. Um, and, I think my pitching coach and I had very different styles of pitching and it just didn't work with me and how I, and how I was taught to pitch growing up. So my pitch, my my work just, I worked harder and harder and harder, but I just got worse and worse and worse. So I decided to transfer to Virginia Tech. Um, I loved my coaches at Virginia Tech. Doug Gillis is one of the best pitching coaches in the country, but, um, I was just so off mechanically that I was never able to get that back there but it was so funny because I, my senior year, like did not play. And I had the best year of my life. It, I had, I loved my coaches. I loved my team. I was able to just be the best teammate I could be, um, to the girls. I still keep in touch with all of them. And it just kind of taught me that life's a lot bigger than softball. Softball was my whole world. And in a way I almost want, I'm so glad it was taken from me because it just opened my eyes to how much, um, more important is to be just a really good person and to be a lot bigger than your sport. So I see it as a total blessing of everything that happened to me in college.
0: Yeah. And then you learn that lesson and you started crossfitting. And yes, you've done pretty doggone well pretty quickly.
1: Thank you. I did. I, you know, I won't tell people I started a year ago because that's not true. I started in middle school. My mom was a master's athlete. She went to the games twice, but I grew up doing it and I just did it to stay in shape with softball. But I learned a lot of stuff pretty young. And then once I finished college softball in May, I was like, okay, I'm going to actually follow a program now and get to actually do it how I want to. But I didn't snatch, I didn't do muscle ups until about a year ago. So, I I would just learned as much as I could this year and signed up for the open. And I was like, let's just see how it goes. And I was completely shocked with how it went, but I'm very excited to say the least. And I hope that this year is just a good base year and a good ground year. And just to see like where I can improve, um, after this.
0: And you had the best of both worlds. Your mom was a master's CrossFit athlete and your dad was a bodybuilder. He was,
1: he was a bodybuilder. I'm so impressed that you knew that. That's so cool.
0: (laughs) So, um, so you had a, you had the lifting from him and hypertrophy and all of that stuff to build strength. And then the mom doing, doing her thing at the CrossFit games. So pretty good gene pool.
1: Yes. I got really lucky there. I will say that Um, my parents are both really strong. So strength has always been the easier part for me. It's more the gymnastics. That's a little bit harder for me, but that's okay. I know for some girls it's the opposite. I think that's everybody has like just kind of a weakness. So, um luckily the strength is has always kind of been there for me.
0: Yeah. Um and that's that's usually young crossfitters that's what they they struggle with strength mm-hmm. and they have the gymnastics. You have it kind of flipped. So, yes. so how are you 22 or
1: 24? 23. I just turned 23 in January.
0: Okay. So you're still really young and one yes. year of CrossFit and you finished high enough to get the semifinals. I didn't write down the placing, but I know it was pretty doggone good.
1: Oh, thank you. Yes. I think it ended up being top 60, which that was crazy. I didn't even think I was going to get in like anywhere close to the top 120. Um, so I was just like shocked when I saw it a- after the third day of like scores. So that was just crazy. <laughs> So you
0: haven't even hit a big stage yet as a CrossFitter, have you?
1: No, this is actually my first, I think technically my first competition ever. I did a team comp in the fall um, with two girls and two guys um, with CrossFit bounds. And we just did Mayhem on the Mountain. It was like a pretty small comp in um, Alabama, but that was it. That's the only comp I've done. So this is my first time ever competing as an individual. So I'm a little nervous. (laughs)
0: Well, you got to be stoked that like that, that you've done this well, this quick, like you couldn't have expected any of this.
1: No, exactly. It's, it's, it's just a a pure, like, I just want to learn and soak up as much as I can get experience, get to meet like some super fit athletes. It's so cool. It's been such an honor so far. The people I've gotten to meet.
0: So is this year like a learning year? Get out on the floor, see what it's like experience it so that next year you can focus on getting better and better.
1: Yes, exactly. Do you follow a
0: program or or is it something your mom puts together?
1: I do. I started in May. I wanted something to start doing and my friend was following proven and she would send me her workouts when I was at school and I was like, I really like this. So, and it was like, like, you know, just a monthly subscription to their compete program. And I was like, I'll I'll do this. And I, um, signed up and I've been doing that for the past year and it's, it's clearly worked. Um, they've been really challenging, but they program a lot of stuff that is difficult, a lot of stuff that I'm not great at. And sometimes like the time caps are you know, super hard, but it's pushed me a lot. And I think doing a lot of movements that I didn't like before and forcing me to do more of them has like really improved, especially in gymnastics. They program a lot of gymnastics, but it's been really good because when you have to do it more, you're eventually just going to get better and better at it.
0: So I got to ask, I know they had a semifinal camp. Were you invited?
1: He was, and I went and it was so cool.
0: (laughs) So you got to go with the big dogs.
1: Yes, it was, it was crazy just getting to talk to Brooke Wells and Tia and um, Saxon was there and uh, Will Will Morad was there, um, Gunnar Reagan, um, Paulina is, oh my gosh, she's amazing, so strong, so fit, Sydney Wells, like, got to meet just all these huge names and it was so cool and all the coaches were incredible, they were so attentive. And my favorite part was that there were athletes from all divisions. So Skylar was an adaptive athlete who was there and there were some master's athletes. There were some team athletes. So that was super cool just to get to meet people from all sides of CrossFit.
0: Yeah. I love those guys down there. Um, Nick Johnston has become a really good friend of mine. Um, And I don't know if you've gotten to work with him, but he is. actually, yeah. Yeah. He's Taylor Williamson's husband and, uh, is one of the head coaches that there. So, um, so I'm just so stoked for you. Any workout that you've seen that you're really, really ready to dive into and take on?
1: Um, I'm really excited. I'm obviously excited about the complex. I've practiced it a lot, hit already bigger numbers in practice than I thought I would even hit. So that's exciting. I'm excited to do that one there. Um, but I'm, I'm actually excited for some of the gymnastics ones. I'm, I'm excited for the handstand walk one because I've worked on it a lot. So, like, no matter how I finish in that one, I'm just excited to see improvements in those areas. Um, and I am excited about the Echo Bike Totobar one because I like the Echo Bike a lot actually like weirdly I don't know why I I just have always I like machines actually a lot um my machine works improved a lot this past year and we actually don't have a lot of machines which was a little bit of a bummer but that's okay um so I'm excited about those and then the ring muscle up one will definitely be my worst one cuz I just got those down so um I'm just excited to see you know how my sets will be when I'm there that's going to be the one where it'll be the biggest test but I'm looking forward to like seeing how I can tackle it.
0: Well, machines make sense. Power output as a pitcher is so crucial, and you've developed that over the years. Were you a fastball pitcher or more of a spin pitcher?
1: Um, Kind of in the middle. I'm not very tall, so I'd say a lot of girls who are capable – you can throw really hard and not be six feet. Don't get me wrong, but, um, I am only like five, six, but I did throw pretty hard for my height. I threw like mid sixties. Um, but I wasn't ever like super spinny. I had a lot of movement. Um, so I had like a, I had like a drop curve and, um, I used to have a really good rise, but I was really good at locating them. So they had really good bite on them, but I was really good at hitting my spots. That was like, Oh, and changing speeds. I was always really good at. So changing speeds and hitting location was like probably the biggest, the biggest for me. So.
0: Well, the biggest thing in in pitching is the drive off the mound and the hip pop at the, at the release point. And that's
1: lifting. Yes, so exactly. It is. It's, it's crazy how much translates um, and especially explosiveness. um, And that's what we did a lot of, especially as softball players, We weren't like the long endurance type sports. It was a lot of sprinting. It was a lot of power output, a lot of explosiveness in the weight room. So practicing all that throughout college was a huge help. And that's made a lot of that stuff in CrossFit come pretty naturally to me because a lot of it is super similar to pitching actually.
0: So it it gets to be Sunday. The competition's over. Uh, It's time to celebrate. One, who are you bringing with you to celebrate with?
1: okay. Um, my mom and my dad and my sister, my grandma's going to be there. She's coming from Florida and my boyfriend. So it'll be, it'll be all of us. So I'm excited. And then
0: what's the first thing you're going to eat or drink?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, a margarita. I want a margarita. Um, it has to be good. It has to be fresh. Margarita is my favorite drink. That's actually the one thing that's like, um, I really have incorporated the past like five months. I really haven't drank anything. I think like after quarters for a celebration, but I really haven't been drinking and I have noticed that's like a huge, imp- like I've noticed a huge improvement in my sleep and my recovery. Um, and that's something I think I'm going to keep up with, but as like a nice treat to celebrate, it just, it's, it's super fun to have every now and then. So tacos and Mexican, even though I have tacos all the time still, um, I definitely want the margarita and some kind of dessert for sure.
0: Yeah. Dessert of choice.
1: Um, my favorite dessert of all time is a cannoli. I'm so Italian, but I love, I love a good cannoli, but I love, like, I'm very simple. I love cookies. I love ice cream, but they've got to be, they've got to be warm. Like I want a warm cookie out of the oven. Like that's, that's what I want. Or I love a good, some good ice cream for sure.
0: Okay. Chocolate chip
1: cannoli. Yes. That's it. Just with chocolate chips on end. That's it.
0: Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah, there's a little, uh, there's an Italian family here in Columbus. They own an Italian market and they make homemade cannolis. Oh my gosh, it's so good.
1: The best, I'm sure. Yeah. It it has to be. It has to be fresh, has to be homemade.
0: Yeah, well, Kira, this was a blast having you on. You are so full of energy and uh, I can't wait to see what you're going to do in your career. I can't wait to have you back on our podcast as a superstar athlete.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm so excited and I hope to learn and just continue growing. Um, And thank you so much for having me on. This is so exciting and I look forward to hopefully getting to do this again.
0: Yeah. And I'll be at the Mac. uh, So getting content there. So maybe we'll, we'll catch up there.
1: Yes. That sounds great. Thank you so much. All right. Talk to
0: you soon. Bye.